He's Scott. He's Lee. And we're here to save the movies. Episode number five. Over, Over the, the top. top. <laughs> <laughs> you have not gotten through that yet. No, that's all right. We're getting there. We're getting there. Uh, breaking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, one day we'll, we'll get over it. And we're, we're big. So this week we watched Over the Top, the right. classic Sylvester Stallone arm wrestling uh, movie. Vastly underrated Sylvester Stallone act, uh, uh, arm wrestling movie. Um, so I'd only seen part of it up to this point, and it was it was a different movie than I was expecting. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, especially when it came out, Stallone was mostly known for, you know, adventure, action. Rambo. Um, and Rambo, stuff like that. Um I mean, he had started with Rocky, which isn't that kind of movie at all, but it's kind of got true. lost over time. He sort of became this sort of action guy. And I think this movie, you know, is a subversion of that because he's not really an action hero in this one. He's, I mean, he's a tough guy, but he's not. Yeah. This is not a movie about beating, beating up people <laughs> to, to save the world. <laughs> Just their arms. <laughs> this is not, yeah, this is not how many, Rus- how many uh, Russians and Vietnamese I can kill for Americans to feel good about themselves. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was going to include Rocky in that kind of action-oriented movie, but it's not really. Not really, um, especially the first one. Right. It's it's very much a story of him, you know, overcoming his limitations. Right. And then losing. <laughs> and losing. But that's the point, though. It's not supposed to be... Sorry, spoilers. Spoilers. Well, but the point of Rocky, not to get too off track, is is that sort of... Before it became sort of this thing about being the champion, is it's sort of a celebration of the guys who necessarily aren't going to be the winners. You're not going to... Not everyone can win, but if he has the spirit, at least, that's you respect about him. Yeah, that his effort is as you know he went the distance, right? And we watched a, a interview with Sylvester Stallone about this yes. movie on yes. YouTube afterwards, and he said something interesting interesting about Rocky that I yeah. Well, I guess we can just talk about it now. I was gonna say we get back to it, but whatever. Um, he said they asked about Rocky Five, and he said, "Yeah, I guess, but I kind of like to see Rocky lose." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I think he was getting a little sick of it too. Well, yeah, because it's like he said that how many times can he win? Well, especially because it's one of those things where it's like, how can you be the underdog after a while? Right. You know, <laughs> you're the the world defending champion. Yeah, it's like uh, like Batman. If you lost your mojo, Batman's you know beaten like fifty five henchmen, saved Gotham seventy times, but this time he's really in danger. <laughs> I think that's basically it. All right. So, um, by the way, we're recording this out of order uh, for us, not for you at home. <laughs> <laughs> because we were going to do Long Kiss Goodnight this week, uh, but we couldn't get a hold of it, which is a criminal. I, it's weird, because, it as you pointed insane out... It's insane that we cannot find this movie, because you can find everything else on the internet. <laughs> but uh, Long Kiss Goodnight is not available for streaming. So, yeah, so there's anachronisms, like if we make, means. <laughs> we make jokes that are referencing things we haven't made yet, it's, it, it's very weird. It's, it's, it's because you're, you're seeing this through the lens of time. Yeah, don't, don't panic. <laughs> gonna be okay <laughs> but as i agree it's weird you can get everything we we uh saw an interview with uh uh bruce way who plays john grizzly in this movie it's on the internet there's <laughs> an internet thing i saw a couple more link to that interview <laughs> there is more than one bruce way interview on youtube but long kiss goodnight nowhere to be nowhere you can't get on amazon you can't get on netflix it's weird uh so anyway uh we start with uh the best thing we like about the movie, well, the, you know, the summary of the plot real quick is Stallone's a truck driver who has a, he, at one point he left his, his wife. We're not really sure why, other than maybe he, you know, he just had issues too. And uh, he they bought. They don't really get into it. And it's no. not that important. It's not. 
Because <laughs> it's not really about the past, it's about the future. Right. Uh, <laughs> and then, so he picks up his son, they bond, uh, and it's about them forming their relationship as the, the mother dies of plot point disease. <laughs> incurable plot point, point disease um and that's really the whole heart of it. i mean the whole movie's center of the movie really is it's about the, the relationship between the two characters right. you brought up during the movie that it was a lot like real steel yeah it's a lot or like real steel is a lot like over the top that's true say. that's true which is definitely I, I see the connection right right sort of a sporting event as a metaphor <laughs> <laughs> One thing I will say, there was not a lot of arm wrestling in the movie until the last... Like, uh, third. And yeah. then it's all it is is arm wrestling. But the lead-up to it, there's one arm wrestling scene, I think? Two. Well, you got Stallone okay. wrestle, and you got you Mikey wrestle. Right. <laughs> one for Stallone, and one for his, his, uh, the guy playing his kid. Mike, yeah. So, uh, that's it. That's a, that's really the whole point of the story, and it's sort of, uh, without getting into many spoilers, but let's talk about the uh, best thing. So, you Best thing about the movie for you, Scott? Uh, I did enjoy the end of the movie um, where they're in Vegas for the arm wrestling tournament. And there's uh, a lot of big sweaty guys talking trash. <laughs> and they switched to this kind of like docu- mockumentary style. Yeah, that, that's Where they're weird. interviewing some of the arm wrestlers. Yeah. It's a little out of place, but I enjoyed that also. But I enjoyed them. I enjoyed the performances, you know, yes. when the guys are talking. So, uh, based on the interview that we saw afterward, a lot of these guys were actual. Right. They were in the arm wrestling scene. <laughs> um, so, I mean, guys like John Grizzly, at one point, he eats his lit cigarette. Yeah, played by Bruce Way, who will be our new... Uh, uh, when we recorded our uh, Deep Blue Sea episode, um, uh, <laughs> we had somebody point out that we talked about LL Cool J a lot. I think we're going to talk about Bruce Way a lot. He's not in the movie as much. Oh, yeah. But he, he does make this movie. He, he adds a lot of charm to it. He's a scene stealer. He is. He is. There, there's a reason that, that he got the part. <laughs> so so he eats a, c- a cigar and he's basically just acting the fool. Right. And there was a debate. Where the, we had a debate whether he's eating charming. a cigar. It's like, oh, that's fake. But no, that was his actual arm wrestling technique. <laughs> yeah, we found the interview and he... He says he'd do that. That's why they gave the him the part. They were like, normal arm wrestling. It was part of his his uh, psycho. Just eat a cigar. Just to eat a cigar. On fire, not not just a regular cigar. <laughs> anyway, that was my favorite bit. Uh, what wait, did you like? Well, I really liked uh, because I'm a deeper, more insightful person than Scott. Uh-huh. <laughs> I like it's the uh, relationship. The I get it. You know, you just like, ooh, that guy is a cigar. Um, <laughs> I really like the... Uh, Life's le- basically just free products. <laughs> I really did like the relationship. Uh, I saw this movie a couple of years ago for the first time on Netflix, and I just expected to think it was okay. But I actually ended up really enjoying it. And I do think it's because there's a really good interplay between Stallone and his son, uh, Lincoln Hawk, who's Stallone's character. And I just realized... That you could say his son's name is Mike Hawk, but <laughs> which is not appropriate, and I apologize. Um, but uh, I think wow. uh, I, I think the, I just got that right now. What's the name of the the kid, the actor? Um, I had it written down somewhere. Oh, uh, David Mendenhall. Yes, uh, and I think he's actually a pretty solid uh, actor for a kid. I mean. 
I've seen many more adults who can't act. Like his his emotional highs and lows, I think they register as really legitimate. He's also trivia note the voice of uh, Daniel from Transformers the animated movie, which I did not recognize until I actually saw that credit on IMDb. But now I'm just like, you know, transform Daniel, transform. <laughs> <laughs> Falling in love with him all. I am man. He's sad. <laughs> Uh, so I really like that aspect of the the movie, and uh, which uh, my worst I'll go first is of course the plot point of of uh, there's a plot point about double elimination that is really conveniently forgotten in this movie, <laughs> um, which would be fine if they didn't make such a big deal about it, <laughs> but they keep repeating it over and over again. You can't lose until you've been eliminated twice, but then Stallone beats the bad guy once, and then it's just that's it. I won the end. I don't know if it was even a plot point, really. They just say it a few times. And they say it over and over again. It is a plot point because it's supposed to be that when he loses at the low point, it's it's there for a reason. Right. But it's also kind of like not there when they don't need it. And that kind of annoys me. Hawk is the only one we see lose and come back. Right. I just, I assume everybody else lost once off camera. (laughs) They never show that John Grizzly versus uh, the other guy. Yeah, the, the big uh, villain uh, bull, guy. bull, whatever I forget his name is, yeah. uh, bull villain, bull lot of steroids. <laughs> <laughs> what was your worst worst part of the movie for you? Um, I felt like it dragged a little bit, um, and I was saying just before we started this that yeah. I think it's because um, it's a like a Sylvester Stallone movie, <laughs> so I came up with certain expectations. There being <laughs> Why, like is it a, someone's head exploded yet or something? Yeah. <laughs> Like he'd win arm wrestling and the guy's arm would come off and just slap him with it or something. <laughs> but in general, the movie, um, I think maybe it dragged a little bit. In the beginning. It's, 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 it's only 90 minutes, but that is, you know, I mean, it, it, it the plot's so basic. It's really kind of hard without, cause they do avoid, right. I think, excessive complications. They really do zero in on mostly the two parts, the, the father son relationship and the arm wrestling. Um, there's a little, Subplot with uh, Evil Grandpa, played by uh, uh, Frank Loja. Even that's fairly minor, though. But that's pretty minor. I think if you you could have easily made that, a, but I'm glad that they kind of didn't because I think it would have been distracting to have sort of a cartoonish supervillain right. <laughs> in this movie that's not supposed to be like that. I mean, I, I guess I kind of expected Robert Loja to directly interfere with the right. competition Do something. somehow. Yeah, but like he's just kind of there in the background, giving giving sly crap. <laughs> Yeah, he doesn't, he doesn't actually loser. do... And he really, even the worst he does... I mean, he tries to kidnap the son once, but... Uh, he doesn't, like, try to Which sabotage. He doesn't... He doesn't... Like, he doesn't try to fake frame the, the like, Stallone for something. Make him look like a bad father. <laughs> like, when he has Stallone arrested, it's because Stallone does something that's worthy of being arrested. <laughs> right. I think that would have been better if he'd framed him somehow. <laughs> I guess, but then I think then it would have been really hard to say that he re- could reconcile. Because they don't want the I grandfather to even be a bad guy in a weird way. The movie's kind of sweet in a weird way. It's, I think it's trying to be nice to everybody. <laughs> Doesn't want to have Grandpa be really evil. <laughs> I guess so. The kidnapping was odd, too. Yeah, that's it's a little... It's just kind of out of place. Yeah, that's a little odd. And at first I thought it was, like, the kid he beat. His parents were, <laughs> like, crap. Okay, well, then we should start talking about the uh, actual movie. Okay, okay but just one more thing I want to say real quick on the trivia section of this is uh, this was produced by uh, Golden Globus... And um, uh, they did a bunch of movies in the 80s, and uh, they were a smaller production company, but they wanted to work with Stallone, and he's like, well, I'm not going to work, work with you guys. And they were like, name your price, and he named some ridiculous price at the time, which I think was like $20 million at the time. And they were like, okay, 
And that's how this movie was born. So I think that's an interesting bit of trivia from Golden Globes. Golden Globes has a really great, there's a great document, documentary on them on uh, Netflix right now called Electric Boogaloo. Highly recommend it. It's, it's just a fascinating studio and what they, like, what they did, the production company. Just crazy. Check it out. Mm-hmm. Um, we could look up the slow number, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take your word for it. All right. All right. So, uh, so I want to pause for your, a second. Did you do your con yet? Yeah, I did my con, which was the double elimination. Oh, yeah. Oh, that was it? Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> it drives me nuts. Don't, want, don't like what you don't like. Uh, all right. Well, I guess we'll uh, break here. All right. If you'd like to go see the movie, go check it out now, um, and then we'll go through the, the movie uh, scene by scene. Yes. The, there will be some spoilers. <laughs> for, for over the top. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was saving that. <laughs> We got a format here, and we're gonna pull it. Stick for it. with pretty much undisguised exactly what it's going to be. <laughs> I want to stop here a little bit oh, and talk about oh. some of the undertones of okay. uh, classism that we're going to see in this movie. <laughs> because there's a lot of, there's a very kind of in-your-face interplay in the mm. first part where mm-hmm. uh, so, Sly's driving a truck. I guess I'll call him Hawk. It's his, his character. Lincoln. <laughs> well, to his friends. Uh, is driving the truck. Being a blue collar American. That's man. right. And there's like that country song kind of playing. <laughs> oh, the music of this. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but I just keep thinking that. So you're right. It sounds like a little bit like like unironic Team America movie. Yes. Music. Absolutely. Where I love the music of this movie. And it's like, I, and I love the cinematography, like where they're like the vistas of the deserts. Yep. You know, he's. It did seem a little like uh, almost like the beginning of a gay porn he was washing his truck. But that's. <laughs> <laughs> that's like your perspective. I guess it's your perspective, but it was just like, oh, I'm so soapy. <laughs> <laughs> that did that scene did go on for a while. Well, yeah, because it's juxtaposing it's juxtaposing the uh, his son uh, is uh, very precise, very military school. Right. He's in a um, boarding school, yeah. boarding military school. Yeah, where his rich grandpa sent him. That we find out later, and. Uh, and so that's, I mean, it's on the nose, but it's good. I mean, it works. Sure. And and it's the soundtrack. I mean, I like the, I love the soundtrack for this movie. I mean, it's it's exactly the period, but in a, I think in a really strong way. And I think it's aged fairly well. <laughs> and it seems like every song in there is speaking directly yeah. to what's happening on yeah. the screen. <laughs> I think almost all the shot, songs were <clears throat> composed for the movie. And so yeah. they, they didn't just throw them together. I they, think they, they must are. be. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, the first song, he's, he's driving in the road, and song, the song on the radio is going, you're driving the truck down the road. <laughs> America. <laughs> honest man doing honest work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he shows up to pick up his son with the, with his truck still looking kind of dirty. But right. it's because it's, it's a hard-working truck. Right, it's seen some seen some miles on the open road, just, just like Lincoln. 
But we should say that the the, cat, the military academy is going to. Uh, it's kind of been established. This is a very preppy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Upper crust type of school. So he pulls his truck up to the curb of the military school, and oh yeah, the guy gets that. like dollar reason in the back. I remember that all the people are gawking at him, like yeah. like he's it's like he didn't come in like. He's got a nice shirt on. He's got some suspenders yeah. and a tie. You know, like a denim shirt with a collar. Yeah. <laughs> and all the parents are there going, well, I never. <laughs> <laughs> that was a little weird. If somebody's monocle had popped out, <laughs> I wouldn't have been surprised. Something like their top hat like pops up their head. Boop! <laughs> <laughs> what? My word. <laughs> so... <laughs> So we're definitely establishing some. Uh, well, especially because the other part is uh, uh, the son Mike goes to is literally going to get in a, a limousine right. when he's told at the last second to, you know, come back to the office. And that's when he he meets his dad and what the, like the I don't know the commandant or the leader whoever the school guy is, which I like. He's a good character because he's just like, well, your your mom has legal custody. She wants your dad right. to take you, and. Uh, the, the captain of the school. Captain of the school. <laughs> captain of the school. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and Mike, of course, is like unfamiliar with his dad. He doesn't really know him very much, if at all. He's pretty, yeah. pretty quickly established. Right. So Hawk, Hawk left. And Mike was just a babe. <laughs> that's right. That's right. For reasons unspecified. And as mentioned previously, unimportant. <laughs> right. Uh, and then... Um, uh, and his mom's dying. Right, right. Well, and, and it's <laughs> plot, point, uh, plot point disease. Unspecified plot point disease. She'll live long enough to, to give an important speech, to talk, conversation on the telephone, and then die. Uh, <laughs> uh, and um, and there's that thing where the son is like, Mike's like, oh, you, got a, you have any photo ID? And the captain of the school is like, that's not called for. <laughs> but... Well, Lincoln knows he's got issues. I mean, he understands there's going to be... He doesn't expect the kid to be just like, hey, we're going to be best friends forever. Right. <laughs> and and uh, he pulls out that giant wedding photo that he had made just for the occasion, which is nice. Sure. It looks like he brought some pictures of himself. Yeah. Yeah. To give to the kid. And uh, and so that's it. Then they, they cut... I think that they cut to the truck. They just cut to them driving it, like loading him up in the truck. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, and the kid's being a, a little snot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The kid's justifiably... <laughs> At first, I mean, because he's it's it's done well because he's he's been obviously been trained to be very respectful, right? So he's very respectful, but he's also kind of passive aggressive, very passive aggressive, <laughs> right? You know, he's kind of like like sir, a, can I ask you a question? Yeah, yeah. Stallone's like going to help him with the truck, and he's like, I can do it, you know, um, which is fine. That's, yeah, it fits. I mean, I mean it's be. it's part of the character arc. Yeah, angry yeah. At this point, yeah, it's not like you're like, Dad, we're the best friends forever. The end. <laughs> first of all, it's a really quick movie. <laughs> And it'll be like two minute movie. Hey, we're best friends forever now. <laughs> Want to go see me watch? I do some arm wrestling. Sure. <laughs> Bonus. What about your grandpa? Oh, he likes you. It's cool. <laughs> <laughs> this is not how to write a screenplay. <laughs> and then they all had some. Jokes. <laughs> yeah. Then the rest of the movie is like an hour of them just saying, hey, "I really like you." That's yeah, cool, man. It's cool. <laughs> I like you too. I like you too. <laughs> Uh, so they get in the truck and take off, and I think there's a scene here where uh, Robert Loggia shows up at the school. Yeah, because uh, he's looking for his grandson. He's right. supposed to get in the limo. Um, he's uh, and he's just throwing his weight around, being the yeah. He's being a jerk. 
And he's got he's of, got he's got his two guys that just follow him around, his minions. <laughs> yeah. That I'm like, what do they do? His they don't do touch. anything. They mostly just stand around and like in suits. Right, and they show up to the the captain's office. Yeah, and say basically just call him an idiot. Right, literally, was it like I can't stand stupid people or something? <laughs> and the guy's like, well, I mean, legally, yeah, the kid's father could do yeah. Uh It's one of many scenes of Robert Loja as evil grandpa throwing a fit, but she's good at. I mean, Robert Loja looks like he's throwing a fit even when he's happy. It's <laughs> true. It's like, how was your steak, sir? Excellent. <laughs> My compliments to the chef. <laughs> okay, okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> and then they... Uh, so they get so out on the road. Right, they're um, not very long. They don't go very far. There's a few questions. There's, there's many questions. <laughs> yeah. So... Um, and it's established yeah. this part about, like, writing letters. Why didn't you write me letters? Yeah. And, and Sloan's like, I wrote... I mean, sorry, Lincoln. <laughs> I wrote letters they didn't get to you. Whatever his name is. Yeah. Um, right, and at this point, you know... Grandpa's obviously stopped the letters. Somehow. Yeah, yeah. Although we don't, we we don't, we're not sure about that now. I guess that's true. Yeah, we'll cover that and we'll get to it. But it becomes apparent later. Um, but anyway, Mike throws a fit and decides. Oh, to that's, run right. Out that's, into right. that's right. That's right. That's uh, right. Because he's tired of living, I guess. Because <laughs> I mean, I've got to give credit. I think the I think the uh, the David Mendenhall and Mike character. I think it's clear it's a stupid thing to do, but. He's like clearly in emotional distress, and in a way, it yes. kind of makes sense. He's got a very organized life, and suddenly he's kind of been up- upended. Right. And he's clearly stressed about like his mom dying of plot point disease. Sure. Um, <laughs> Who wouldn't be? You know. And then this guy you don't like, you don't know, shows up. <laughs> You're like, so it's, yeah, it's a stupid thing to do, but to me, it fits with the you know. It's it's he's he's just. He's clearly just panicking and, and upset. And he, I mean, he follows it up by saying, I hate you. <laughs> so maybe it's that, not that bad. Yeah. I mean, it's a bad, it's a stupid thing to do, but a character can do a stupid thing. Well, it's not it being a stupid thing to do as much as, you know, does it fit right. the character at the time? Right. Which, sure. Yeah, I can. I kind of see it does. And, uh, uh. It seems extreme. It does seem us. extreme. <laughs> But we're not going through the emotional distress. Right. I'm thinking of myself as like, what, he's probably probably about 12, yeah. maybe? I'm like... He says at one point that he's 12. I, I can't imagine, I mean, you know, that. I mean, I've never... I haven't met my estranged father driving a truck. Being, after so. I was used to, like, yeah, to order and my mom's dying. I mean, there's a lot of stress for anybody. Sure. <laughs> Each. Uh, and then they... Okay, so then we cut. They go drive a little farther. And they get to the world's busiest truck stop. <laughs> There are a lot of people in there this truck stop. Lot, and everybody knows each other. It's like, this is this is a hell of a truck stop. Is this what truck stops were like before we lost all our manufacturing? I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, there's like, what, three dozen, four dozen, like, men and women? Just the place is filled with people. You're just hanging out. And they all kind of know each other. It's like, hey, Lincoln. Hey, Lincoln. I'm like, don't they guys go cross country? Don't they not see each other all the time? <laughs> Uh, I don't know. And Maybe this a... is the only bar in town. I'm willing to willing to say this is the only bar in town. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and then they have the uh, scene where they're ordering the food, and and Mike is because like you know Lincoln's doing ordering a steak, and Mike's like I'll have tuna salad. <laughs> and uh, he does some very uh, dated, <laughs> very dated nutritional stuff. Which about how much fat is in food? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
cholesterol, all kinds of stuff. Anyway. And then uh and then the Smasher shows up. <laughs> I mean that's his name. I'm not making that up. The guy is the Smasher. I think this guy is probably one of the professional arm wrestlers. <laughs> he seems like it. With his, his quaffed hair and the blonde <laughs> highlights. He looks like an eighties wrestler. He does, he does. And he's very sweaty already. <laughs> Everybody's very sweaty. There's a lot of sweaty men in this movie. And um But he talks some smack. Yes. <laughs> sort of. Yeah, he talks some he smack sort of just alone. <laughs> and I like this, like there's there's a, it's really tempting, I think, to say that like Sylvester Stone's underacting in this movie, but his character I feel like is is very quiet and reserved. So I think he's he's usually intentionally playing it like that. Because it I really so. is like the guy's and it kind of, it kind of, if you think about it, it kind of, all the other tough guys in this movie are kind of like larger than life, you know. And he's sort of the guy who's like just tough, right? Because right? the guy's like, oh, you, you gotta come down, and then Stone kind of looks at him and just like, yeah, okay. He's <laughs> just quietly competent. That's right. He's just, he's like, he's like, I've, I've seen it in real life. I've seen fights break out between guys, and the guy who's like. Bouncing and, 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 you know, pounding his chest and all that. And the other guy's just standing there. I'm like, the other guy's going to win. I don't know why you're going to do It's like, the other guy knows how to fight. You're putting on a show. He doesn't want to put on a show. I knew, I knew, I, one time, my, one of my friends, my loose friends, and he was just like, at the time, and he, I saw two guys, like, literally, like, picking a fight with him. And he's sitting in this booth, and the guy's, he's just like, okay, you want to go fight? <laughs> and we're like, I'll beat you up. He's like, okay, let's go outside. <laughs> it was, <laughs> and then later on, I found out like you like, beat up two guys. I'm just like, okay, <laughs> don't, don't man. So that's what I learned. If I see somebody like you know jumping, so that's why you know the Smasher doesn't have a shot against Lincoln Hawk. <laughs> Lincoln Hawk doesn't need a nickname. <laughs> he doesn't even need a nickname. He's just like that's true. You think about it. He literally is just. Yeah. It's like he's closest you get to an everyday Joe in this movie. <laughs> I feel like that was very intentional. I do believe it. No, I, I do think it's it was an intentional uh, way of doing it. This is aimed at uh, Flyover America. In and, part. Oh, yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. enjoyed the movie, too. Yeah. And, uh... You uh, can watch the movie if you're a banker. Don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't smash bankers. <laughs> <laughs> it's not anti-bankers. <laughs> so, uh, Stallone... Uh, Beats the Smasher, right? And then the very, bad guy, very moment. yeah. <laughs> and the bad guy shows up, Bull, who kind of talks smack to to Lincoln's care, son, Mike. Sort of. Was like, that's out of line, man. That's how you can tell yeah, that Bull's the bad it guy. It's not that he wants to win. It's like, come on, don't be a douche. Everybody in the movie except Hawk that arm wrestles is just at a least a bag. little bit of a douchebag. That way, you feel good when they win. He wins because <laughs> right. otherwise, you're like, oh, that was nice, good job. <laughs> Not here to applaud sportsmanship. No, <laughs> you're here to see some people lose. <laughs> and this is where I thought, like, we talked about the part where, like, because Mike is like, "You hustled that man to Lincoln." Yeah, and I was like, he didn't challenge him, right. and he knew how good he was. That's not how you hustle somebody. <laughs> the guy comes up and says, "I hear you're the best. <laughs> Let's arm wrestle." <laughs> That's not hustling. <laughs> He's really good. You shouldn't wrestle him. Oh yeah. <laughs> Like reverse psychology hustling. He's <laughs> like, did you hear about Fats? Not, did you hear about Fats? He's the best pool player in the world. Well, I guess I should challenge him then. <laughs> I'm going to bet all my money though. 
Um, uh, <laughs> but he, he's just a child. We can't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's okay. He, he's uh, and also he's he's kind of seeing the worst in his father, so it kind of makes sense. He's ready right. to see the worst in his father. Sure. And he's been led that way with his grandfather. His grandfather's like fed him a lot of lies about what his dad like that his well, dad also, sold drugs. I mean, he just wasn't there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure that's very dramatic. Yeah. And so, then I believe at this point, mm-hmm. um, I don't know if this happens before or after the. Uh, Mike arm arm wrestles. Uh, this is that. This is before. Okay, but there's there's a montage where they're driving the truck, training. Yeah, that's because they they go to sleep in the in the truck, uh, and they wake up the next morning and there's like a morning workout routine where you see <laughs> right. they work out together, which is kind of cute, kind of like their first real bonding moment in a way, which is nice. Right. Um, and and actually seems I think kind of sincere because it's in a way you know if the kid's in a military academy he probably values. Fitness and, and and regiments. So in a way, it's kind of something they would have in common. Yeah, definitely. And they're doing, you know, semi-arm wrestling. <laughs> semi-arm wrestling moves. You, you find it all It's an stuff. arm wrestling workout. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> specialized. Because obviously. Right, and then there's that desert drive with the soundtrack where they're driving through the desert and we get another song. I forget. I can't remember. The kind of, some of the songs bleed together, but they're all kind of the same, which is like, America's wonderful. <laughs> Believe in yourself. I don't know. It's, it's, it's a good song. I like it. Chasing the Vista. Chasing the Vista. And this, again, it's a good shot of the desert. I, I grew up in the desert, so I really like the desert. It's kind of a cool reminder. I'd love to see a modern movie that had a, a purpose soundtrack. It <laughs> was made for the movie. Uh, that would be Team America. <laughs> Which was, uh, all those songs were specifically made, but otherwise you're right, a lot of times you're like, where's the song? Oh, Muppets. Muppets do that too. (laughs) They'll have songs specifically that advance the plot and are related to the plot. Can't argue with that. But, but yeah, otherwise it's it's hard to find. America. (laughs) Uh, and then there's another scene where, uh, because... Mike is a little full of himself too. He's not just he's not just dad and mad at his dad. He's also full of himself. Sure. So he's kind of like basically calls his dad kind of dumb, and he's smart. Like he's like he's not saying he's smarter than his dad. He's saying he will be smarter than his dad in like two years. <laughs> <laughs> a really, I guess, a reasonable goal. I don't. <laughs> he says some things about genetics. Yeah, see, this is where this is where you close, where you get to the uh, <laughs> genetic. You're gonna make fun of your dad. <laughs> eugenics, <laughs> the eugenics. <laughs> this is. I, I assume this is what rich, rich people talk about. Mike, Mike was. Re- <laughs> Mike was really close to the final solution. I'm just saying. <laughs> Maybe it's a good thing that he got rescued from that military academy. After we don't know what they were doing in there. <laughs> anyway, Hawk has a good line about. Um, I'm so fortunate to be in the presence of driving with a tremendous intellectual. <laughs> then he pulls over, and uh, I love that Mike is like thinks he's going to get hit, like Stallone's going to yeah. hit him, <laughs> Lincoln's going to hit him. He's been nothing but nice to this kid, but uh, but still, you know, you got the baggage. So sure. then he they switch places, and he makes Mike drive the truck. Yeah, which is I like the scene. I do have a problem with it. It's like shouldn't they be away from the road when they're doing that? You'd think. Right? I'm like... Seems it's a little dangerous. I'm just saying it's like... Okay, you go to a parking lot. Right. 
But it's just like they're literally driving on the road and cars are driving by and I'm just like, oh, I hope you don't, you know, Mike doesn't lose control for a second. Oh, well, don't worry. I was teaching my kid how to responsibility. I think this is probably a thing in the blue collar side of the track. Blue collar. You learn to drive. You learn to drive. That's right. And, uh... And it's and it's 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 not it's actually because it's not like he's trying to show up his son. He's actually trying to get his son distracted and right and happy. And it's like he says that and he's right, like he's not, smiling. He's not lowering himself to nah, myself. No, nah. he's adult. <laughs> he still is an adult. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. I like that. He's not even though I, Mike's not is a mature kid. He's still got Stallone's obviously the adult. Nothing about Hawk aside from the arm wrestling is cartoonish. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the arm wrestling. <laughs> oh boy. This does take place in the world of alternate arm wrestling, where it's a huge, huge, huge sports. <laughs> but <laughs> we'll get to that when we get to it. <laughs> so then they anyway. get to the uh, the other truck shop, and this is where yeah. Smasher Junior shows up. Right. <laughs> we haven't confirmed that this is the Smasher's child, but it seems pretty like it looks just <laughs> like you. I mean. This kid is going to grow up to be the Smasher. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to believe is my fan fiction, my over the top fan fiction. There's a story about the Smasher in a couple of years having the same experience as Stallone has in this movie with his son Smasher Junior. <laughs> <laughs> I'd watch that. I'd watch that. <laughs> the, the, the legacy <laughs> over the top two. Over the top two Smasher return. <laughs> <laughs> so Stallone, I mean Lincoln, challenges Smasher Junior to wrestle arm wrestle Mike. Right. Best two out of three. Is that what best out of two or three? I thought it was just like one. No, because he loses the first one. Right, because he was gonna and, he, and then he, they're gonna come back. So Which, then he, again is, is another double elimination. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's just the rule in this universe. Maybe it means something we don't mean. Um, if you knew about arm wrestling, you'd know. I you know I don't know enough about this is, it. This is basic. Basic arm wrestling stuff. <laughs> and uh, Mike loses because this right. kid, like, nobody arm wrestles like a human in this in this world. <laughs> Before we, yeah. Before we get to that. Okay. Smasher Jr. is a huge douchebag. <laughs> he's, he's like yelling at Mike and going, if I lost you, I'd kill myself. And he's got, and his, he two, and he's got his two uh, Smasher Jr. cohorts <laughs> who are just like the whole time like, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> this is a preview for the end where everybody's yeah. just out yes. of their mind screaming. This, this is a world where arm wrestling makes people lose their shit. <laughs> just I will beat you in arm wrestling and, and ruin your life. All the way. It's like they're perfectly fine until someone wants to arm wrestle. <laughs> some, some primitive lizard brain thing pops in. <laughs> like... Hey, Scott, how's it going? Hey, you want to arm wrestle? <laughs> I will destroy you. That was good. I enjoyed that. Do you want to go get something to eat? Yeah, sure. <laughs> Here's a good new place down the street. So, so Smasher Jr. wins. He wins the first round, and Mike is distraught. Mike is distraught. Please the restaurant. And this is actually, I think, a good moment because this is kind of a father-son thing where, like, uh, you realize that Mike is sort of 
you know, you, you don't necessarily say the word spoiled. He uses the word spoiled, but it's more like it's he's not used to putting himself out there. Right. He hasn't had to face a lot of hardship. Right, and fail. Right. Yeah. So he's a bit of a ponce. <laughs> yeah. You know, and that's what, that's what you know, Stallone being the working man. Lincoln, the working man, he knows what life is about failure. But you get back up. And he knows what like Mike needs, which is some tough love. That's right. And it's the line that I actually, I love this line. And I still actually use it sometimes when I'm a little discouraged in life. 100% true. 100% true. Is, uh, world meets nobody halfway. <laughs> I love that line. Say it like Stallone. <laughs> Every time I say it, it gets worse and worse. My mom loves me doing that impersonation, by the way. She loves my Stallone arm wrestling impersonation. And the more I say it, the... <laughs> <laughs> but I love it. I mean, I think it's kind of a little bit nonsense because I think sometimes the world does meet people halfway. But, <laughs> but not Lincoln Hawk. He's got to work at it. So, right? Yeah, and you know, if it meets you halfway and you're already going farther, yeah, you're good. <laughs> so he talks him back in. Go back in. He gives him the rousing speech, <laughs> saying, "You know, you, you got to try." Yeah. Which I like, yeah. It's not important to... It's actually ironic. You're, you're fits, listening to yourself. <laughs> it fits a little bit of that interview with... You were talking about where he's like, Rocky, he's got to lose. Yeah. He says that it doesn't matter if you lose, if you can lose like a winner, which just sounds stupid, but <laughs> but it's kind of like... It's true, you know. There's, sure. Losing is not the worst thing that can happen to you. Right. Yeah. So you lose to this douchebag at arm wrestling, I mean... I mean, in this world, that's a big deal. Right. <laughs> in this artificial arm wrestling dystopian world... <laughs> in over-the-top land... It's pretty crushing, Stop. but but even even that you can overcome. Even in the world of over got, the top land, you have the spirit of a winner. That's right. So he goes back in, and he he beats the kid. Yes, once and the kid starts screaming some obscenities or something. Yeah, he beats him again, and then his his posse starts yelling at him. They turn on you really quickly in the world of. Of low stakes arm wrestling. <laughs> Find out who your friends are. Yeah, I know. So he meets the kid again, and he's suddenly he's very he's full of himself. Very, he's, uh, he's energized, which is a very kid thing to do, I think. Well, I, I was Smasher Junior. Was very suddenly kind of docile. <laughs> like, well, he's been. Oh man, this is a world where if you can beat somebody with arm wrestling, you gain their spirit. I don't. <laughs> It's like Highlander with arm wrestling. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. <laughs> well, you did, they cut out the special effects. The original version would be someone with arm wrestling. <laughs> Woo! And like lightning would shoot up around you. And your arm would glow. They couldn't afford it because they, they paid Sylvester Stallone. They, so they paid too much. I mean, that was the original draft of this. There can be only one. <laughs> I wish I did a good Christopher Lambert, because then I do, the world you don't beat you halfway. <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> I like his laugh. I can't do his laugh. I'm not going to try. I'm going to be too. <laughs> oh, boy. And, uh, and then this is the scene where it's like, and Mike's really full of confidence, and he's, he's super excited. Yeah. He's, he's, he's grown to, uh, grown to be fond of his dad. Right. He's at this point it's a bonding again and they're and then they cut to the like they're they're talking to the mom on the phone with the last conversation you'll have with her because 
plot point disease is about to hit her really hard. <laughs> yeah. And you can tell because she makes... I should mention they're driving to her. Right. They're not just driving around while she's dying. Well, they also... They are driving around a little bit. He had some loads to run. That's why the son's a little mad, too. Right. But... But she does say this thing, which is like, don't say this in the movie if you're going to, is like, if anything happens, I want you to take, <laughs> oh, don't say that. The plot point gods are like, oh, you're done. We don't need you anymore. Yep. Plot starts Life. sticking. <laughs> and, uh, and then he's in the, Mike's in the background, kind of like, and it's a good shot. I like it because like Mike's in the background, like dancing around, being really happy with himself. He's, Flexing. Yeah. He's really excited. And then the bad guys show up, grab him. Remember the muscle, the goons? Yeah. Uh, evil grandpa's goons. I guess. Yeah. I was really confused with that point. Yeah. Um, I had thought that uh, Smasher Jr.'s parents or something <laughs> well, decided this, to kidnap Mike. In the world of, our, of over the top land, there is no greater insults. Right. They took your kid's spirit. You must break his legs. <laughs> you need to be feeding my son. Now we're going to kill you and Prepare die. Prepare to die. <laughs> 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 my name is Inigo Montoya. You are Russell's my son. Prepare to die. <laughs> <laughs> and, <laughs> but they were uh, they were Grandpa's goons. Grandpa's goons. That was a great TV show. Remember that show, Grandpa's goons? I <laughs> uh, remember that so well. <laughs> <laughs> it only had one season, but it was really classic. <laughs> and, yeah, and then so there's a slight car chase. This is sort of. Yeah, these, the, I have to admit, these scenes feel a little odd, out of place to me. Because they're sort of almost like, well, we have to do something because it's a Stallone movie. I think, yeah. Because it's like, it's sort of like an action-adventure scene a little bit, where I'm like, well, like, it's endangering the child. Both the grandfather and the and Stallone are kind of endangering their child over this weird game. I mean, like... Lincoln drives his truck and pulls the car over. I mean, car tips over. Oh, Mike's dead. Oh, well. <laughs> Whoops. Whoopsie. And it's really jarring because it's the only scene like that. Well, um, there's the other part where he drives the truck through the gate. Well, Stolen does that. Yeah. But, okay. I guess that's kind of the same kind of action scene. Sort of. But it, it seems kind of jarring because it seems like maybe there's more of those scenes. Oh, I see what you're saying. That they took out. As you're saying, because, like, that's really the only major thing the grandfather does right because otherwise he's kind of in the background yeah otherwise he's just kind of in the he's not like manipulating situation he's just kind of <clears throat> yeah i didn't so much mean because uh, you're right there's that shot where he's the, like the time hawk drives through the gate right because he's talking about grandpa's the, not because <laughs> he's talking to the lawyer and he even kind of maybe there's a different screenwriting draft or something because he kind of implies like can't we can't we do something with the law <laughs> can't we bend the law i'm like well you see grandpa's kind of shady but in the end he's not really that shady Right. He talks about all this stuff and then never does no. any of it. <laughs> yeah, he's like, oh, I'll do anything to get my grandson. Except, no, I might have some guys kind of grab him. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you could you could shoot. You could shoot Lincoln. Oh, I'm not going to do that. That's, that's weird. <laughs> I'm not an animal. <laughs> you could beat him up. You have some goons. You can beat him up. Maybe scare him off. <laughs> no, I'm not going to do that. I'll do anything. <laughs> okay. I just don't seem that scary, Grandpa. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I'll arrest him when he does something he shouldn't do. Yeah. That's interesting. <laughs> Seems fair. Seems fair. So, so anyway. So they that. rescue, yeah, so Lincoln rescues Mike. This is also part of the, the theme of the movie, I feel like, is that all these security guards are failed arm wrestlers, and that's why they 
can't do anything. Because <laughs> the security personnel in this movie is good for Jack. Nobody does anything. <laughs> All the security personnel. This is the beginning of the security guard incompetence. Yeah. That is rife in this Not movie. Not one security guard does anything in the movie. <laughs> except get their butt kicked. <laughs> I think like six of them managed to capture Stallone. But even then, I'm like, I'm not sure he's fighting. Right. <laughs> he's not really struggling. I mean, his arm wrestling power is, too, is over 9,000. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't try to hold on to that arm wrestling arm. <laughs> no, don't do that. You'd be pasty. <laughs> You'd be too much power. Just flexes a finger. <laughs> so they do get, then they rescue they, Mike. And still, and Lincoln get to the hospital. Yeah, that's right. Okay, that was I was missing seeing there. And that mom is having an operation, an operation <laughs> for plot point disease. Well, she's scheduled to the next day or something, right? Um, but they go to the hospital, and unfortunately, mom has died. Yes, from her terminal case of plot, plot point, point disease. disease. And uh, and I'm yeah. like, that sucks because it's like you know, I keep thinking about that actress who's just like, oh, you're gonna be in the new Stallone movie. <gasps> And you're gonna play his wife. Oh, oh! You're not gonna be seen with him. <laughs> Do I get kidnapped? No, you'll mostly be sitting in a bed. Yeah. We can talk to the phone on him. You talk, talk to, the to phone. him on the phone. Once. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> will, will, he, will he be reading lines to me on across the phone? No, we just have a guy doing that. <laughs> no, I love you, honey. Yes, yes, that's good. <laughs> Three o'clock? Sure. Yeah. Uh, and this is again. Uh, this is. The arc of this movie is a little bit like, and a lot of these family movies actually have this. They're almost like romances because there's the the meet cute, <laughs> and then there's the come again <laughs> the meet cute because like Stallone meets his son, right? And okay. then they and then there's like boy gets girl, or in this case, dad gets son. They bond, <laughs> okay. And then dad loses son. This is part of that when he loses it because the son's right. really upset. The kid freaks out because mom died, and he. he it's not exactly, you know, Lincoln's fault, but he can, he's right. If, like, we hadn't been doing this, so I'd just flown a plane here. I'd be here, my mom. And that's a, again, this kid's got a lot to bear for a kid. Sure. <laughs> I yeah. mean, mom's dead. I mean, he's angry at, at Stallone again. And he's angry yeah, at the world, and it's easy to be angry at Stallone. Just, all right, I'm taking a cab to Grandpa's that's right. house. That's right. He gets in the cab, and the cab just drives away. Because in this world, there's also another thing in this world is that children can travel freely. <laughs> it's a little weird, but true. It's like, take me to Grandpa's house. You got it, kid. <laughs> Later on, it's, take me to the arm wrestling match in Las Vegas. You got it, kid. <laughs> right away, sir. Any bags to check, sir? No. <laughs> One-way ticket. One-way ticket. Now, this is before... 12-year-old wants to travel to Las Vegas to see an arm wrestling match. Seems probably legitimate to me. This is before 9-11, so... I, I guess, but it still was... seems like people would be paying attention to children. I'm just saying. You think so. I mean, because in this particular case, like, he literally runs from Stallone. He runs from Lincoln to get in the cab. Like, you think the cab driver would be like, oh, is that not your father? Yeah. <laughs> Who's that guy? Nobody important. <laughs> Business associate. Take me home. <laughs> He's like he's just some crazy homeless guy. He's just like okay, whatever. So he takes the cat out of out of, out of Lincoln's custody, <laughs> and this is where we get the part where he's the kind of I don't know how long it's been, like you know, time wise, maybe Probably a week, long. maybe a couple days. He pulls the truck up to the gate, 
Maury the Cop and security guards. Right. Like, get out of here. <laughs> they have a very kind of banal. Yeah. No, you can't come in. <laughs> no, don't. <laughs> you leave now. I told him. <laughs> I mean, it's not like anybody can d- defy security. <laughs> I mean, it have to be some kind of arm wrestling chap to be able to do that. <laughs> Look at this badge. Look at it. <laughs> Power of badge competitor. That's right. But Lincoln is not dissuaded. <laughs> and he drives his truck through the gate, endangering human lives again, over a fountain. <laughs> right. And smashes open the front door. With the truck. With the truck. Um, which... Uh, all right, <laughs> I just want to say here that he probably had legal custody of his own kids. Right, right. He could have just called the cops. <laughs> right. It's it's it. That is sort of a weakness, other than like because because Lincoln's actually fairly responsible. In this movie, for the most part, yeah, he's got a job. He's got yeah. He, he, he abandoned his kid ten years ago. It's not like he's. <laughs> it's not like he's he's clearly trying to grow. But I'm like you know you can handle this a little better. But you know. I think you know, the arm wrestling society is starting to infect him. Maybe that's what happens. The more power he gets, he's more likely. Like he was this close to drinking, eating a cigar, and drinking more oil <laughs> from the security guard. No turning back. Yeah, he'd be like, "Ooh, you're gonna let me in. <laughs> I'm gonna rip your arm off." <laughs> so, this is the point where I feel like if Grandpa had done something evil, <laughs> to, like you know. Get legal custody or something. Like well, even saying something like, I don't know where my key is. Sure. You know, because then it'd be like, well, we can't do anything because, you know, there's no reason to suspect Mikey's there or whatever. But you're right. This is a case he's, where maybe, and maybe in the version, he was more sinister. I mean, he's Robert Loja, so who knows? I mean, everything he does sounds sinister again. Yeah. No, <laughs> he's my family. <laughs> Ooh, okay, fine. <laughs> I love him very much. <laughs> he's my soul. <laughs> That is kind of what he's saying, though. <laughs> he is, he is. <laughs> this is all I have left in the world. <laughs> so they arrest, uh, they arrest Hawk. Yes. Uh, rightfully so. Rightfully so. With this truck. Driving a truck into somebody's house. <laughs> that is... It's hard to be on Hawk's side. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think i got to side with Grandpa on this one. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to side on Grandpa's side, the police. So they come talk to him while he's in the jail, and um, they they bring Mikey along. Yes. And Mike is um, saying, you know, it was good to see you. I don't think you should stay. Yeah, and like, how are we going to live together? What's going to happen to us? Which are all good questions. Like, Mike's not a dumb kid. These are all good questions. (laughs) And uh, Stone doesn't have easy answers. Lincoln doesn't have good answers, which is, again, I think, honest about the movie. It's not like he's just like, don't worry, it'll all work out. Yeah. You know? Um, so for me, that part of the movie I liked quite a bit because I felt like, again, a lot of the scenes, every scene for me with, with Stallone and, uh, what's his name again? I always forget his name. Uh, David Mendenhall, I think is solid. I think Mikey and Stallone and, and Lincoln have a strong relationship and I think it's evolves naturally. Yeah. Uh, Mendenhall's a good actor. Yeah. He's a good kid actor. I'll give him that. Uh, I think there's adult actors who aren't as good as that. Yeah. It seems like he could cry on commands. And, like, when he seemed happy, he seemed happy. When he seemed yep. sad, it didn't seem like he was... It didn't seem like... Like, like that part where he's freaking out and he runs into traffic. I mean, it, it's not just... It's, it really feels like he's freaking out. Right. Like, it's not... It's really not just done like, oh, I'm told to freak out. You know, I mean, it, right. it seems... He's a good enough child actor that I wonder 
if he's got like serious mental problems today. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, you know they say uh, playing uh, Mikey was the same as playing the Joker. It really, it really gets into your head. You can't ever leave it behind. He lived as Mikey. He lived as for, Mikey for six months. Couldn't couldn't trust his own father for for years after that. Wore that military uniform every day. That was his method acting. <laughs> spent spent weeks running into traffic, and they're like, "Damn it, David, stop it!" With all the inexplicable medals on. Yes. Oh yeah, that military. I forgot about that. It's like this kid's good. <laughs> Apparently, he saved. Some of his classmates. Doesn't happen, yeah. From a live combat situation. <laughs> they train like Starship Troopers. <laughs> That's also one of There's a lot of post-traumatic stress he's dealing with. <laughs> See, this movie can be whatever you want it That's to be. That's right. This is the backstory. Uh, there is that part where I like in the... I forgot to mention in the house when they, when uh, Link gets confronted Evil Grandpa. And uh, Evil Grandpa's like, damn you! And then Stallone is like, "Don't." <laughs> how he does it. But but I like it because it's like it, it it even they have sort of a relationship where they're struggling to understand. They, they're both fighting over Mike. And in another movie, again, Grandpa would be evil, and you'd really know to root for him. But this movie doesn't exactly take that tack, which I find interesting. Yeah, Grandpa's not. He's not super douchey. He's just a little a bit of a jerk. Evil. No, he's, he's just a just, little bit of a jerk. Right. He just thinks Stallone's a no good Nick. Yeah. <laughs> Ne'er do well. <laughs> Layabout. <laughs> um, so anyway, uh, Hawk signs over custody of his kid. Right. Which I was not real clear on at first because they just yeah, I'll just bring the, the papers. papers. Yeah, I'll just bring the papers. The uh, uh, plot point papers, whatever that is. I don't know where they are. And then, uh, then we, and then we immediately cut to this is sort of an awkward montage. I feel like where uh, uh, Hawk is selling his truck and getting ready to go to the tournament, and then you also have at the same time. And I, I get it. I mean, but I think montages are always kind of iffy, or like where there's two quick cuts. I hate when they do that too much. So kind of like just we pick one of the scenes. Let me montage. give one scene. <laughs> The training montage. That's because it's it's more to be time. But this one's kind of like this movie's so similar to Team America. <laughs> and and uh, and then Mike finds the letters, and it looks like his mom hid them. This is where I think it's a little confusing. Yeah. So this this feels like another point in the movie where you may have to like fill in some of the yeah. details yourself. Um, he finds he's going through his mom's stuff because you know why not? Why not? She's dead. And he finds in in a purse or something. He finds all the letters. All the letters sent him. Um, so I guess you were saying that you thought maybe she was angry at him for leaving, right? You know, th- there was still some strife there. And so, trying to protect her son, maybe right. she thought maybe I could do it best to sever the relationship. She thought the kid would be better off without him, right? And then maybe she changed her mind, right? And then I guess maybe she maybe she forgot about him. Uh, maybe plot point disease affected her ability <laughs> to affect other plot points. <laughs> She's like, if only I could tell tell Mikey about his letters, but every time I do, my breath. A <laughs> <laughs> plot point disease will get you every time. <laughs> it's often fatal. It's often fatal. There's no time to talk now, Scott. I'll meet you at the location. <laughs> You know that that big obvious location where I could die mysteriously. <laughs> there's a, there's a great uh, video game uh, plot um, of a game called No Time to Explain. 
<laughs> where you're constantly going back in time to tell yourself, <laughs> quick, come with me. There's no time to explain. <laughs> I know a writer friend who was really talking about that. his book in one of his scenes in his book. He actually had a character say, you know what? I wasn't going to tell you this, but then I realized this would solve all the problems, so I should just tell you. <laughs> it's very meta. It's very meta. Uh, so... Uh, then he goes, he goes, so they, so Mike gets away from security guards because, again, security guards are useless <laughs> in this movie. Even though he's, they're right behind him. Like, they're literally the guards. People are right behind him. Like, yeah. boss falling right behind him. So he, right, he jumps out the window and steals a truck. Right. <laughs> There's some uh, pickup trucks. Which I guess is maybe, driver. yeah, yeah. Which, sure. Yeah. <laughs> well, he already knows how to drive, so it's okay. Decides he's going to Vegas. And he goes, gets out a plane. Again, nobody stops. And the worst you have is some guy <laughs> saying, like, hey, you can't park that truck here. <laughs> Keep it. And it's like, <laughs> and the guy's Damn just like, wah, wah. <laughs> a little comic relief. <laughs> what can I do? And somehow, Mike is able to book a flight. Yeah, one way to Las Vegas, no luggage. Twelve-year-old boy. <laughs> what do they say? What do you want to do? I'm going to go see my dad at the Arm Wrestling Championships. Oh, okay, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> do you take... It's like, I have to use his credit card. It belongs to my grandpa. But then, I need you not to call him. Seems legitimate. <laughs> I feel like it's another point in this movie that's kind of left up to the viewer. Yeah, for you know what? It's fine. I'll, I'll accept it. You know? I like to think that there was a there was an adventure there <laughs> where he managed to get onto the plane. You know, I think it would have been a lot. I guess it. I would have just simplified it. I would have had the grandpa live in Las Vegas. Yeah. Done. You could have just driven the truck. Right. I mean, to me, that seems like I'm not really worried about the geography of this story. Like, I want to be like, he lives in Las Vegas. Right. Well, isn't that a coincidence? <laughs> <laughs> the bit where he got out of prison, they tell Hawk, you know, never come back to the state again. Right. So, uh, but still, it's yeah, still not necessary. Either way. <laughs> Never come out so, of the, you can't come back to the state because a rich man said you can't come back. I didn't know that was in the law. I didn't know banishment, but in over the top worlds privilege of the one banishment. Banishment is a real crime. It's a real thing. I hear I hear that Smasher had to get banished from that truck stop after he lost. <laughs> you are banished <laughs> from the land. <laughs> I figure this is just like a, a privilege thing. I, I One guess. percenters have the power to banish people. I do not know this. I'll watch out for that next time. I assume. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know that's not true. That's true. I haven't tested it, so I don't know. Go punch a one percenter and see if I... <laughs> like, like, get out of Texas. <laughs> they can do that? Yep. Sorry. It says right here in the secret constitution. It says the secret constitution. <laughs> So, <laughs> so there's the this is the uh, the 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 theme song opens up on this. Uh, the, oh like, yeah, because they first of all the arm wrestling thing is it's crazy. <laughs> it's like this huge auditorium filled with people, filled with arm wrestlers. <laughs> it's spectacle. I don't think, like, if the Romans were having a, a, a arm wrestling match, this is what it would have looked like. <laughs> it definitely looks like it. This is the sporting event of the year. <laughs> like, there are wrestlers everywhere. 
Just screaming at each other. No. <laughs> yeah, you see people like slapping each other. And, oh, Fun. yeah. Why don't think we talked about that with the Smasher? Somebody just slapped him. <laughs> There's a lot, of, a lot of slapping going it's on. It's about the arm wrestle. Yeah. That happens a few more times. It does, yeah. <laughs> And then, like, there's that part where it's like, and the song is like the the over the top comes in with Sammy Hagar. <laughs> it's like it was the classic refrain: "Winner takes it all, the loser takes the fall." <laughs> and then you go over the top, <laughs> and we treated to a montage of Stallone and other characters wrestling, sure arm wrestling, which is good. There's some ladies in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's an arm. There's a ladies quality. division. I like that. There's a ladies division, which is cool. Uh, this is the part where, again, we know this is an alternate universe because when Mike gets off the plane, he's walking through the airport and he sees the arm wrestling championships on the TVs <laughs> because that's how important arm wrestling it is. Because it's big. <laughs> well, it's, I have an idea that maybe it's like Mortal Kombat. You have to, like, if you lose 10 arm wrestling, like, Shao Kahn's already been eliminated. This is the case that they don't use that venue anymore. They have to go to Mortal Kombat now because arm wrestling on Earth is too powerful. To rebel Outworld. <laughs> and and uh, because there's also the prize, like you get money for if you bet, but also there's a truck for to win as a prize. Yes, of course. Which is like very specific <laughs> prize. Now, apparently a lot of the arm wrestlers are truckers. Yes, because there's the independent trucking division of arm wrestling, <laughs> which is a real division apparently. It still seems very convenient. <laughs> seems very convenient. Because like, it was like, there's, from the winner of the Canadian division, from the East Coast division, from independent trucker division, was the garbage man union? I don't, I don't understand. This is, I guess, before it was really regulated properly. <laughs> it's a dark time. It's a very, anything went. <laughs> Hawk takes the 7,000 he got from his truck. That's true. Puts it all on himself to win. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Cause, the long odds. Because he believes in himself. <laughs> uh, <laughs> there's a lot of... A lot of and this is... Uh, uh, so then there's like the first day? I'm not sure of the time on this. This gets a little confusing on the time. I'm not sure it matters. Um, and there's like you see all wrestlers losing and winning. This is where they mention double elimination more than once. Yes. More than once. Um, like oddly a lot. <laughs> right. They make sure... You know, in case you didn't pay attention to that. Um, and and uh, so the first, it must be like, oh no. So then they, the arm wrestle, Mikey gets there again because no security guard can stop him. <laughs> They've been trying this whole time. This guy tried at least, right? Somebody like, one of like grandpa's goons or somebody tried to drag him. Yeah. And he's like, oh, he slipped through the legs. Darn it. I can't do anything. <laughs> They'll grab for him and miss comically. <laughs> and they're like, what can I do? He beats well, Special Junior. He's more powerful than me. <laughs> Can't compete with his golden arm. <laughs> this is the part where I thought it was interesting. Is so they go to the the championships, the final rounds ish, uh, and this is where they start doing more of the interviews. Like they they break. It's almost like a documentary occasionally. Yeah, which seems out of place. I like those scenes because I like those. All those guys were pretty fun, <laughs> right? But it's very. It's another part that's kind of jarring because right. the whole the rest of the movie is not not like, like that. that. So suddenly, you know, uh, and 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 watching them talk, it's like uh, again, you get the impression it's intentional because it's like all of them are kind of full of bravado, except for Lincoln. Lincoln's just like, "I'm just gonna wrestle." <laughs> <laughs> what does he say? I, I'm really only in it 
I'm only in for the truck. Well, yeah, in for the prize. <laughs> I had this other theory. My other fan fiction is that everybody in this arm wrestling competition is playing for their heart's desire. See, he sees up there a truck, but somebody else up there sees like a million pounds of gold, or somebody else. <laughs> somebody else sees true love. There's they're, one guy who's wrestling for true love. They're arm wrestling to get one wish. They're one wish. It's Dragon Ball. It's Dragon Ball. Another guy is wrestling for world dominations. <laughs> There's an army of arm wrestlers. Everybody's. So that's what Submit we see. Submit to his command. Yes. <laughs> you couldn't stop him. How could you stop him? <laughs> and over the top land. That's it. You won. Because that security guards after those guys? Soldiers? Not these security guards. <laughs> What's going to happen? She going to shoot me with a gun? Oh, an arm wrestler, son. <laughs> <laughs> he just holds out his hand. <laughs> stop arm wrestles the bullets. <laughs> <laughs> this is all going to be an over the top two. <laughs> over the top smasher. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> the Smasher has to stop global warming with his wish. <laughs> and he does it for Smasher Jr. Yes, the, the, the whole movie, the whole perfect. story, he's like, I'm just doing it for me. But then at the end, he looks at his son and he's like, I wish global warming would stop. <laughs> I am on board. Call us Hollywood. We will help you with this. <laughs> It practically writes itself. It's, it's, it's so simple. So I want to talk about John Grizzly for a moment. Okay, okay. Because I love John Grizzly. Slash Bruce Way. <laughs> Real name Bruce Way. Uh, he is, uh, as far as we can tell, an actual competitor in our wrestling competitions. Mm-hmm. So the first time we see him, I don't think it's the first time. No, we see him, you see him in the preliminary rounds, like right. people. He's just beating somebody immediately. Yeah, yeah. But in the semifinals, or the first kind of half-serious match, He's smoking a cigar, right? And he proceeds to eat the cigar, right? After like viewing like smoke and all that, <laughs> which seems like it's probably a violation of some kind of arm wrestling rule, but who knows? Um, so that's the where we speculated, you know. And that's turned out that was his actual thing. that was his actual technique. <laughs> I like that. That's like no, we we were like, oh, that's not a real cigar, but it's like nope. That's that's why they picked him specifically because they were like. <laughs> Because he just went, you know, they just had a bunch of arm wrestlers. They're like, who we're going to pick to be the yeah. the the stars? Does anybody here eat stuff? <laughs> like, and then he, he also later on he drinks that motor oil. Yeah. Now here's the thing: I, still, I don't really think that's motor oil, but I can't be sure anymore. It seemed very viscous. It looked very much like motor oil. You know what I mean? It was like it wasn't like it wasn't. It clearly was not just like water. They had done something to it. If it was. Yeah. But after the cigar eating thing, I'm like, well, maybe he did drink motor oil. I don't know. It's pretty syrupy. And they show him eating some antacids later. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But he's cool. I liked him quite a bit. That's his only acting credit. Well, he's the only one who uh, actually beats Hawk. Oh, that's right. He, that's he right. defeats Hawk in their first arm wrestling match. Oh, that's right. That's where the double elimination part comes Right. <laughs> and I know, here's where the double elimination thing is. Is I know why it's in there. It's because it's uh, coming up, there's that low moment where Lincoln... Has lost and he's not sure. He's starting to have doubts. The problem is, is that nobody else loses twice, and especially at the end, we certainly don't see it. You know, because and I know why. Again, like it, it's, it's as simple as if like uh, the bad guy Bull at the end had they said, "Oh, he already lost once too." But if he loses, 
that he doesn't seem as formidable. And if he loses once to Stallone, well, then he's already kind of proven he can be beatable. So you don't want to have another waste another time with the. So our solution is just uh, we came up with the uh, just have somebody say we're going. Oh, I won again. <laughs> <laughs> that was a really quick one. <laughs> just off screen, off screen, just film second unit, some guy pointing. Why did you see that back? It was pretty quick. <laughs> I love that they just panned to the crowd. <laughs> they were <laughs> reacting to the arm wrestling match. <laughs> huh? Ah! Yeah, the, the the crowd is crazy in this thing, man. I mean, this is like like wrestling. Like there are there's not a moment where somebody's I'm like very invested. Yay, arm wrestling. <laughs> oh no, you don't do that if you go to the arm wrestling. I mean, I was exhausted because <laughs> it's like this is like a whole day of arm wrestling. And I would be like, at some point, somebody would be just like, yeah, I'm wrestling's fun, guys, but I'm going to take a break. But no, <laughs> everyone's super excited about arm wrestling all the time. They're on their feet. <laughs> yeah. Screaming you know, his, you know he's, like, there's an old man. He's up. He's shouting to everybody. <laughs> and so before the finals, uh, or no, this is, yeah, this is before the finals. After he loses. After he loses. Uh, evil Grandpa shows up. Evil Grandpa shows up. <laughs> He calls Stallone. Up to his... Ask him up to his room. Yeah. All right. So Stallone goes up there, and they just, you know, have a nice, relatively congenial chat. Right. And he he basically is like, I'm going to... This is my son. This is my only family. And it's it's a cruel thing to say, but he does have a point in a weird way, which is like, you don't have anything. You know, what does it matter? What kind of life is he going to have with you? Right. And and you're not really losing anything since you don't really... You weren't really close to your son anyway, which is like, it's too late now, Grandpa. But, <laughs> but uh, he offers him, I think it was fifty. but you say $500,000. I could swear. I mean, either way, that's a lot of money. Right. And the truck. Because, again, <laughs> Grandpa's like an evil genie. <laughs> Everybody knows Lincoln's weakness. Offer him a truck. <laughs> the last temptation of Lincoln Hawk. This is the best truck money can I, buy. You know, I, is it what it, they're, on, they're on the mountain. And this is the temptation of Lincoln Hawk. <laughs> Surrender unto me what is mine, and you shall have a truck. Ooh. <laughs> now, if it was five hundred grand, he should have just taken it. <laughs> but I think it's important he doesn't it take point. it. I think it's important he doesn't take it because he doesn't want. Oh, he, sure. He said he, I mean... He's going to fight for the kid, right? And it would be a little like like Grandpa's change of heart would be a little weirder if he was like. I'm just gonna give this guy five hundred thousand dollars, and he's just gonna take my my grandson from me. <laughs> and this is again where we have another another lackluster security guard <laughs> <laughs> who's like pushes Stallone, pushes Lincoln, and Lincoln just shoves him through a wall. <laughs> so it's like crunch the end. Guy doesn't even get back up. Doesn't even do anything. He's literally like, "Oh, I'm done." <laughs> you didn't tell me he was an arm wrestler. <laughs> Game over. Security yep. guard cannot beat arm wrestler. That is well established. Or arm wrestling child. <laughs> I think we can put zero up in the security guard call. <laughs> do they do anything in this movie? <laughs> they mostly just dive out of the way of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they do some diving. That's true. That's true. <laughs> um. So then we go to the. So finally, they're down there. Lincoln's like hurt his arm. He thinks he may not be able to do it. Mikey yeah. shows up, finds him, and this is where they have sort of the reversal of their appear their positions. Yeah, this is a good callback, right? Because it's earlier in the movie. 
because Lincoln, like Mike's like, oh, you know, all that time you're talking about being a loser. Maybe you're a loser. You can do it, Dad. And, and, and he's like, yeah, we can do it. Yeah, boy. Yeah, and he says, you know, it doesn't matter if you won as long as you tried. Which is the lesson he learned from. <laughs> Lose like a winner. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's good. So then they 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 go. The, so this is the final round. It's him and Bull, who is a large, sweaty, crazy-eyed man. Like, literally, it's just, like, every time this guy looks like he's just gonna, he's just gonna eat your face or something, you know? <laughs> it's not a moment where it's just like, okay, relax. Yeah, you mm. yeah, wouldn't want to be that close to <laughs> Like, just intense the whole time. It's like, man, relax a little bit. You can save some of it for the arm wrestling. So there's some... <laughs> right. <laughs> so there's some, some drama here where they, they get in the first match... And uh, Lincoln's hand slips out. <laughs> right. Uh, that one's kind of iffy. Does he let go? Did he slip? It's up to you to decide. It's up for you to decide. <laughs> so they uh, tie their hands together. Yeah, they have like, beat it, like the is... beaded video. <laughs> <laughs> this is arm wrestling death match. Arm wrestling death match. <laughs> like, well, why don't you have this draft come out in the first place? Well, we don't want to be uncivilized. <laughs> yeah. Only when absolutely necessary. Only when absolutely necessary. So then they're wrestling again. And Lincoln pulls his over-the-top move. Put the sand on backwards. And, oh, that's right. Yeah, he switched, put a switch on. And this is when this is a long scene. Huh? When does he put his hat on backwards? He always starts the match. He straight okay. turns around. Yeah, that's right. That's why he's like a machine. It's yeah. the, the hand position. That's <laughs> right. The over-the-top, he changes the hand position. And uh, I will say, as much as I enjoy this movie, I don't need quite so much of slow-motion Stallone growling face, grunting. I think there's a limit, and I think this is like maybe two minutes too much of that. I was okay with it. Uh, okay, I mean, I did enjoy it. It was the dramatic last arm. Yes, it's match. true. It's true. And <laughs> even the music, the music is very like <laughs> swells. <laughs> kind of like Cats Don't Dance, where the soundtrack is like mimics mimics the uh, the sort of orchestral like fairy tale stuff when when Max shows up. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> this is so it's like yeah this is i mean he's fighting for his one true wish <laughs> a truck and family a truck a truck and family that was in there they just didn't mention it the genie doesn't show up <laughs> another bit of the movie that they just leave up to your uh, the imagination let you fill on <laughs> extended universe this is extended universe stuff <laughs> If you read the novelization of Over the Top, you really, you really know. Is Extended Universe canon now? Canon. Is that where we're going? Is it, is it canon in the <laughs> Over the Top universe? Do you say something about arm wrestling midichlorians? <laughs> this podcast is over. <laughs> turns out, turns out Lincoln Hawk built C3, built his own truck. Okay. For the truck races. For the truck races, because it makes sense. I don't know. Uh, anyway. <laughs> so he wins. He wins. Spoiler. Even though <laughs> double elimination. And they clearly mentioned, by the way, I'd even say, like, oh, well, maybe Bull got eliminated. We just didn't see it. He lost a round. But he clearly says he hasn't lost in five years. <laughs> so he's clearly not won. Yeah. It's double, but it's like, I guess you don't want to see another match because it'd be kind of ruined the, the drama. Bruce Way brings this up. And one of the yeah, <laughs> Bruce Way, John. We're Grizzly. not the only people who know this. No, no, aka Bruce Way. And uh, uh, but he wins, 
and I think it's, here's my here's my extended universe stuff that uh, Bull is upset, but his confidence is shattered, so he doesn't come back. He, he concedes. That's what I think happened. Interesting. I'll buy it. All right. And um, then so we cut to evil grandpa, and we see his face start to soften. Start to soften. He sees that they have a relationship. <laughs> He's like, "Oh, arm wrestling! I finally get it." <laughs> <laughs> Which is a little bit like real steel. Going back to the real steel parallels, <laughs> where at the end, because uh, uh, he's sitting on Stallone's lap or whatever. I mean, it's on so shoulder, and the kid, and I forget the kid's name in uh, Real Steel, but he's sitting on a on a Wolverine shoulder. Hugh <laughs> <laughs> Jackman, and they're holding, and they're like, there's that, and and now in that case, the mother in that one was not a bad person, and the the sisters of the girl of the mother. It's not very complicated. But but she's like clearly sees that they're bonding and that they have a real relationship. Now in that case, it's all, it's a little little less weird. Although again, this this ultimately evil grandpa is really not that evil, so it's not that hard to believe. Yeah, uh, it's not cruel to build evil. <laughs> what a weird dead dead when he kill things to wear. To wear. It's not that level. I'm gonna make a coat out of your arm wrestling arm. <laughs> then I shall have all the power of the arm wrestlers. <laughs> Uh, and then it, uh, so then they're just walking away and they're talking about the new, they got the new truck. By the way, this whole wish thing I think is really solid <laughs> because the truck he has, has the picture of a, has a symbol of a hawk painted on the side of it. <laughs> this is not just a normal truck. It's clearly made for him. <laughs> I like to believe that this truck goes off, they go solve some space crimes or something. Like maybe if the movie had gone longer, look like they're driving through the desert, they would have driven off into space and had adventures. You think this is a bespoke semi truck? I'm just saying, there's something. It's like, it's like that's not just a truck. You don't just like, oh, we'll put a hawk on it. <laughs> so that's it. And then there's a like a montage, like a little slow bit of the cl- slow of the desert. Yeah, and the thing fades <laughs> away. And then there's a nice another over the top, over the top song, uh, that's not which I like. That's not the song. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I'll cut in a little bit of the song. <laughs> okay. And uh, interlude, maybe. yeah, so that's it. That's it. It's a good movie. I like the the moment where Grandpa softens a little bit because it's a very short scene. It's very short, but again, Robert Loggia is obviously a, a well established actor and, and and pretty solid. Yeah. I think, and I think that this movie, I think this movie gets a lot of flack just instinctively because <laughs> someone's like, "It's Stallone in an arm wrestling movie," and we're like, "Yeah, what? No, that's and." So I think that's it. And I think, you know, it's not a perfect movie by any stretch of imagination, but it's got good actors. I think the script is solid, even if there's some weird choices in the sense of plot point, but not something too glaring. And uh, and I like, and I really like the whole dynamic between uh, Lincoln and, and Mike. I think it works pretty well. I agree. Um, I thought there'd be more arm wrestling. <laughs> Instead of all odd. bunched up arm wrestling. Well, okay. There's that scene in the end where there's a bunch of different people arm wrestling. Right, right. Other. Which, you know, that's that's the bulk of the arm wrestling in the movie. Yeah. The only other time Lincoln arm wrestles is against the Smasher in the first truck stop. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, real steel, the, the comparable movie, they go around to do a lot of... Yeah, like, yeah, they kind of build up there. They're doing a lot of fights. Yeah, yeah. There's like the the zoo fight, like the underground fighting, and then they do the real the real fighting, and then there's some right. montage fighting. That's true, that's true. Uh, I, I don't Lincoln's know. Lincoln's already... An established arm wrestler. That's true. That's true. So it doesn't really really need to climb up because he's already on his way to the. It's not like he has to earn his way into the championships. He's already on his way to the championships. I just kind of mentioned he's just going to Vegas. Yeah, yeah. That's that. They don't waste. 
So, which I think is fine because it's not that's not really what the movie's about. Right, right. It's not him becoming an arm wrestler. Wrestler, right. That's the thing too. Relationship he's with he's already kid. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He doesn't have to like. He's not. It, I do like the movie. Is it's not. It's not really exactly an underdog story because he's good at this. He's supposed right. to be good at this. It's not like when he shows up. Like even at the the championship, he's he's not shown like struggling. He's winning a lot. It's not like this thing where it's like, oh, he's not going to make it. He's not going to make it. Like when he, it's only when he finally loses a round that he loses some confidence. But that's even supposed to be somewhat like he's hurt his arm a little bit. Right. And um, so it's not. You're right. It's not. It's not the story what you think about like. I'm going to prove I can do this. Well, he's already proven he's the best in the international, in the independent truckers division. <laughs> Not the corporate truckers division. That's a whole different division. <laughs> Hate those guys. Um, he's clearly got a solid shot at this. Yes. Right? He's, yes. He's, he's he not painted as the underdog. He's painted as, yeah. The a dog. A, a, yeah. <laughs> Just as, a dog. <laughs> he's as any of the rest of them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it reminds me of Equilibrium a little bit where uh, Christian Bale. Is a badass the whole right. movie, and the only real struggle he has is it's internal, maybe. Right. Well, and how how do you? Sometimes you can't be a badass at the wrong time, and the difficulty right. of that. But otherwise, you're right. Like struggle isn't. You're not worried about like uh, uh, I can't remember his name, his character in uh, in that movie, but uh, uh, Preston. Uh, yes, Preston. And it's like you're right. It's like there's a low point in that movie, but it's more like it's like. But once he kind of clicks in the mode, it's like, oh, you're screwed. Right. <laughs> and so once the loan turns the hat around, it's time to get real. Um, so I think that it's good, and I, it's I like already that. Over. <laughs> I guess that was more of a short story. Don't worry about it. <clears throat> the word ain't going to meet you halfway, Mikey. <laughs> we got to lose like a winner. <laughs> The alternate universe version of this story. <laughs> Although I think we've established it already is an alternate. It's already an alternate universe or the arm wrestling universe. Uh, so yeah, I, I think it, it works pretty well. I think you know it's it's a small movie. It's not like it's not. I don't know if it's considered an all time classic, but I think it's it's much. It's I've seen a lot worse movies, and I've seen a lot move, uh, movies that don't work for the relationship nearly as well. I think it's held to that that uh, uh, David Mendel Mendelham. Mendelssohn, <laughs> Mendel Hall is uh, a pretty solid actor. And I think yes. all the actors in this are pretty solid. You know, even even the wrestlers, the arm wrestlers they picked, they picked mostly real arm wrestlers, but they're all, you can tell they picked people that, not just believable, they're really good at presenting their, right, their they stick. Can, they can act a little bit, yeah, at least. Yeah. Well, I mean, they act like the guys who want to win an arm wrestling match. <laughs> they're not frozen up on camera. Yeah. Right? Oh, you are going down, Lincoln. This isn't like Michael Jordan's Space Jam situation. <laughs> I know Bugs Bunny was phoning that one in. I'm glad you noticed that. I was just like, come on, man. You're professional. You're better than this. <laughs> Clearly just did it for the money. <laughs> Speaking of, to, to aside real quick, I, would, I think, I, have you seen Looney Tunes Back in Action? Looney Tunes Back in Action. Uh-huh. That's a great movie. That should be on this list. Yeah. <laughs> right of our movies because... I will say right now, the entire dynamic of the Bugs Bunny Daffy Duck relationship changes <laughs> by perception of that. Their professional respect for each other, their functionality as a duo—it's ridiculously how ridiculous how much it changed my perception of that dynamic. 
feels like the hard sell. It is. It, I wish I could. I'm not. I'm underselling it. It is that. <laughs> it's a cute movie. But, like, the whole relationship is, like, you, you told me I'm totally rooting for these two guys to really work it out. Okay. <laughs> anyway, over the top. <laughs> underrated. Underrated. Oh, I, yeah, I underrated agree. movie. I agree. Maybe not a classic or anything. No, I mean, there's some, like you said, there's some pacing issues and there's some uh, plot point issues, but, you know, it knows what it's trying to do and it does, and it's trying to tell a human story about, except for the fact that it's an over the top land, it's still telling, it's it's about people trying to form relationships and I think that's, that's nice. I feel like most Trump voters would love this. Um, (laughs) Well, because they understand that rich people have the power to ban. Yes. (laughs) Well, they know about the secret constitution. The secret constitution. (laughs) But I think everybody can enjoy Over the Top. That's right. I think it's so. a fun movie. I think it's a fun movie. All right. So I think that's it. All um, right. And so next next, next episode. We're planning to watch Robot and Frank. Right. Which is a new movie. Uh, it is well regarded, but it's kind of obscure. So that's why we've decided to do yeah. it. Plus, we've been in a lot of older movies. I don't know if I consider 86 that much of an older <laughs> movie. But I'm an old man, maybe. <laughs> do, do I need to tell you it was 30 years ago? Jeez. It was 30 years ago. Oh man, that's t- crazy! Uh, I think Cast Out Dance might be the the latest movie. We've oh, that's done. not too bad. Or is um, Last Kiss, Long Kiss Goodnight? I'm not sure. We'll okay. figure it out. But yeah, this is a newer one. It's a little more. It's a little, it's it's well regarded, but it's a little more obscure. I think it'll be interesting. It's awesome. a story about a man and a robot, which I'm all for. <laughs> all right. So uh, until next time, <laughs> he's Scott. He's Lee, and we just saved a movie. <laughs>